Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18, but with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Robertsfield Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger, badder, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, badder, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra 10 bucks, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jaysamon.com. Now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Boys and girls, welcome to Scene Red. I am David K. Montoya. 
I'm Rebecca C. Lofgren. And I'm Aaron Illich. I just had to change it up a little bit. Uh, today we got together. We're doing a little early celebration for Rebecca's 25th birthday. It, it makes me feel extremely old because I, I remember changing her diapers and watching her take her first steps and you know remembering when she first said her first word, which I think was like, fuck you or something like that. I don't remember exactly. Lies, lies, and slander. But, I believe it. But, uh, you know, Lace made a really good dinner. She made the, the shrimp linguine. Yeah. And, Fettuccine linguine. And that was really good. And then, yeah, it was. And then she made some uh, cupcakes for the birthday. So we've been here. We've already had some chatting. Um, I wish we had should have recorded some. You were telling me about a movie. I think that would have been really good. Um, but... When she walked in the door, I told her that I had a, a story. Now, one of the things that I, I started doing is, is I've gone to Google, and I've been trying to find weird news. And I don't know how old this news is, but I'm just trying to find something to share with you and, and, and the listeners. Yeah. Well, I came across this one online. It was a news story. It came out of India. And what it was about was a man arrested for ha uh, having sex with a cow. And and she's like, oh, tell me. And I'm like, well, I can't tell you until you know, we do the podcast. So now we're into the podcast, so here comes the story. 18-year-old man uh, goes and, and takes a, a cow out into the cornfield. And they said this was in India? This is in India. Okay, yeah. just to let people know, cows are sacred in India. Yes. And his neighbor walked up on him while he was just, you know, he, he was just like... You know, he was going to town. And the neighbor's like, you know, what are you doing? And he's like, the cow seduced me. <laughs> and the, the neighbor went, obviously, and called the police because, like you said, that's, you know, that's, the cows are sacred. It's defiling. Yeah. They're, they're, basically, so, they're idle. So the cops get there, and the 18-year-old boy's like, well, I didn't see a cow. I seen a beautiful woman that was just, you know, using its magical powers to seduce me. And I, I didn't see a cow. I seen a woman. And so he, he got arrested. And when he went to the trial, his sentence was he had to marry the cow. Oh, <laughs> my God. Oh, man. So they actually made him go. He did the whole ceremony. He married this cow. In the process of the wedding ceremony, the 18-year-old collapsed. He just passed out. He was like, you know, oh, you know, what's that old saying? You know, why why try other milk when you have the cow or some shit oh, like that? Why, uh, hold on, why, why marry the cow and you get the milk for free? Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, he, he realized that, you know, that was literally for him. Yeah. So after they revived him, I mean, he didn't die, but I mean, they woke him up and, yeah. and they finished the ceremony. So he legally married the cow. Well, because he um, violated the cow before marriage, they killed the cow. They drowned the cow. And when I read this, I'm like, this cannot be real. They made him marry the cow so they could kill it. Yes. Brought, brought honor back to his family. But because the cow seduced him with their Hinduish magical powers, yeah, 
The cow was a whore. It was it was a whore, and it was an evil whore. And you know who knows how many sloppy seconds the cow had, you know. And so they they actually they gave the farmer who owned the cow like two hundred and eighty something American dollars is what it came out to. Yeah. And then they killed the cow. They drowned it. They put it in a lake and drowned it. So where's the beef? <laughs> uh, still at the bottom of the lake. Oh jeez. Yeah. That, no. What was the point of the ceremony? I don't know. I don't get it. But I guess it's okay. Now, I, I've been accused, you know, because I was telling you this earlier that somebody walked up to me and like recognized me from the podcast and yeah. said I I used the fuck word too much. So. Yeah. I will try not to say fuck as many times as I usually say fuck because I know a lot of people don't like it when I say fuck. Yeah. So fuck. But anyway, um, you know he's trotting around in his little village, 18-year-old, and they're like, hey, there goes the cow fucker. You know they're calling, <laughs> you know. <clears throat> he can't get away from that. He'll, he'll probably follow him forever. Now, I wonder if... He can file like widower's pension. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I, I mean, you know, that is <laughs> wow beyond American culture. That is for sure. But no, it, it happens here. No, I, I'm, I'm saying you ever like that real guy American. Who dies because he let a horse do in the butt. Yeah. Do what? You ever heard about yeah. that? Yeah. No. What? There's this guy. The, since we're talking what about state, bestiality, let's go ahead. In, you know? I think I think it was. Uh, Missouri or Michigan or some weird state, but anyway, th- maybe it was Tennessee. Really, Tennessee? I don't know. It was one of those states. Yeah. Well, this better. guy, he uh, had a horse, big stallion. He let it do him in the ass. Okay. Well, I guess it had ruptured something in his butt, and he was so afraid to go to the doctors that he died because he was embarrassed. Yeah. No. To explain what happened, he felt pain there. He knew something was wrong. It. And it ruptured his insides. And he was so... Because the horse... You know, it's, not be girls, the horses have huge penises because they're right. huge animals. And he was so embarrassed to go that he died because of it. Mm-hmm. Wow. We're going to have to put, like, parental <laughs> guidance. Not even that. This, uh, not this even that. There is a... I watched a documentary, and there is a place... It's in the United States. I can't remember what state it is. But it's, like, this compound where there's, like... All these people that are like into bestiality go and live with their wives. I swear to God, I kid you not. Now, wives were talking animals. animals. It's a huge compound, and there's like all these different men that go there with their wives. They're all men. Is it like in the South? I, I believe it's, South Park made a, an episode it's like at, that. It's legal. Really? It's like a little area that's legal like that. They all have their wives there. They're all the animals they have sex with. They have all kinds of animals. Some uh, guy doesn't love the chicken. Like I don't. What do you do with a chicken? You got a pretty mouth. <laughs> and segueing from that into a more of a, a, a normal a, discussion. Yeah. Well, not so much normal. <laughs> well, um, yeah. You guys had your first experience with the titty joint. Yeah. Or, or, excuse me, the strip. Or, I'll even go further. The gentleman's club. Yes. Yeah, because it's totally for gentlemen. Okay, so let's hear the story. What happened? So we went to this uh, local gentleman's club called Peaches. Like it's a the only full nude eighteen and up uh, gentleman's club up here, and 
It was okay, I guess. I don't know. It's not my thing. It's I was going to say for a straight woman. <laughs> it's, not, it's not my thing, but... It's not my thing either. Because uh, mom was like, you took him there? I was like, yeah, who cares? Right. But they... I, it's funny because like, I watch movies about strippers and I always have like this glamorous thing in my mind. Like, they're going to come out with these costumes on and they're going to give a show. Like, they come out like in a bikini. The same. Time. The same bikini, bikini, like, over. Multiple times, And yeah. over. And over. And over. But you know, they gotta have a different song each time. Or else it, 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 it does not go <laughs> with the guys, I guess. I don't know. Okay, now, and I, I know a lot of people are gonna go, <gasps> when I say this, but I've actually never been to a strip club. Yeah. I, oh, I've yeah. never had the need or desire oh, yeah. To, yeah, to go One to... One thing I will say is the men that you would think would be there are there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Picture all these nasty guys in your head, and they're there. Really? Yeah. The men that can't get women. Really? I mean, I was there with my friend, um, Vita and her husband. They came together, but... What, was it more of a joke, or what was this one? They like to go to the strip club. Yeah, I I, I say they're, they're swingers, people, because <laughs> obviously... Uh, during this experience when we were there, uh, there there was a moment where <laughs> they were all the way up you at can, the beginning. You can be uh, explicit. Okay. okay. Give, give they, no, there's like, when you go to the strip club, there's like a stage and there's chairs around the stage and then there's tables back yeah. more. Right. I had to laugh because they were sitting up there and someone told the strippers that it was Vivi's birthday. So they were all, all the strippers were all over her, like giving her titty motorboat and everything. And this one stripper... She's up there, and she grabs both their hands, and they're touching her breasts at the same time. I was like, oh, look at togetherness. <laughs> but I, I got my first titty feel. I got the cop t- uh, feel some tits there. <laughs> it was embarrassing. And everybody started cheering. That was the worst part. I want a dollar. I didn't know I that. Because she goes to me, she's like, hey, I didn't see you over there. The stripper, I'm like, because I'm like, please don't let them come over here. They made me sit at the front. Right. I'm like, please don't let the stripper like, make any eye contact with me. Please, God. I'm just like, please let them not. And she comes over and she's like, oh, here, I didn't see you up here. And she gets my hand and she puts it on her boob and like rubs it down her body. And everybody's like cheering. I'm like, don't freaking cheer. Don't encourage her. I was, I was in the back I couldn't laughing. even look up. I just had my eyes closed. I'm just like, oh, God. She had soft breasts, I will say, but it did nothing for me. So I'm 100% certain that I'm a straight woman. Oh, boy. <laughs> A lot of people are going to question me, like, how did I feel about this? That's where I was going. I was <laughs> yeah, going I, next. I, I, I didn't feel anything about this because I, I know who I love and I, and I know what I love. I like big women. I'm not going to lie. I like this. Yeah. Chubby chase. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to front. I like big girls. That's why I don't care that he went there because I know he's not like, oh, and some of the girls are fat, though. I'll tell you. I'm sorry. Some of them are fat, but let me tell you, they're disgusting. They're not in any way, you know... In my eye, yeah. One of the girls that was there, one of the strippers, she, one of the people I know know, knows her, and she just had twins. Really? Yeah, she's on stage with her vagina that's just flapping in the air. (laughs) Be like. You can tell that she just had babies. Like, you can see it. Like, that's disgusting. Like, I don't know. I I don't know. And some of those girls are disgusting. I was, it's sad to admit, but I was, like, judging them. I'm like. Like, there was a couple pretty ones, but two of them were just so gross. Really? Like, just nasty women. Like, you know that... No, was, every... was the whole environment just nasty? Because It's that's... funny, because they want it to look sophisticated. Right. 
which it's they not, failed. but they want it to. They it's like we want this to look like it because they you know they have cigars there like that. And mm-hmm. They want it to be sophisticated looking, but it looks cheesy. Does mm-hmm. like, it? It it has the typical uh, beat down, run down stripper club feel to it. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like I swear to you, if you if you go in there, it's like lights are literally hanging off the ceiling. They got. They don't these... even have a ceiling. Yeah. There's no, there's it's no ceiling. all board. It's boards and beams and pipes and stuff up there. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Really. Now, see, for me, and and I know some of the men that are listening to this might completely disagree with me, but this is just me. Mm-hmm. I've never been in that sort of thing because, okay, let's just be upfront of what it is. It's it's supposed to turn a you know a, a yeah. guy or you know a girl that likes that type of thing, mm-hmm. turn them on, right? That's what I don't understand. Like, why you'd want to, I don't know. Why would you want to, uh, this is... And see, and that was yeah. one of the things, is that's why I was never in porn or the, the yeah. porn magazine or anything like that. Because for me, it doesn't make sense. If you get to that point where you're, what's what's a good word, um, turned on. Yeah. But there's there's nothing to do. You know, there's no beautiful woman around you. So what's the point? To me, mm-hmm. that that's for people who, who don't have anyone. If you have somebody, why do you need that? Right. Mm-hmm. Do that with the person you have. Not fantasize about it and do it with yourself. Like. Right. The whole thing that got <laughs> me about this, this gentleman's club is that their VIP lounges were like literally, uh, if you took a cubicle at work, okay? Uh-huh. And you took that cubicle and you made it face the wall with a door. But there's no roof on it, so you can hear the guys, okay? And these things are sticking out where the stage is. It, so you see the girls go back there. It was kind of cheesy. It was, it was really cheesy. cheesy. But another thing I was going to say, like, because, you know, I went, my friend Fantasia went, my friend Mallory went, my friend Michelle went. And I went, so honestly, I was curious. I wanted to see what it was like. Right. Yeah. I want to know what it was like to be a strip club. I want to see what the girls did. Like, I want to see what it was like I imagined in my head, like, on TV it's like that, which it wasn't. And I had fun. It was to me, it was like a joke kind of fun. But I don't see why people would want to go there as a couple and do that. To me, it's right. just weird. I don't know. But I know we all had fun. And I had to laugh because Michelle, she's like, "I want to make it rain. I want to be a baller." But like, cause like some guy went up there, and he had a big old handful of money. He just threw it out. It's just like that's so cool. Which it would be kind of cool because it looks like you're, you know, blinging, I guess. But right. yeah, we don't we don't have that kind Dumb of money. Dude, y'all. <laughs> I gave one dollar. I was like, I have one dollar, and that's all I have. That's all I'm given. I had, it costs five dollars a piece to get in there, which we had coupons. <laughs> they yeah. have coupons for this place because we had five dollar off coupons. <laughs> Three okay. for ones, by that, the way. That should tell you something. If, yeah. If there's a strip joint that's offering coupons, that should tell you the quality yeah. of the. So we had not, not not to mention the name is Peaches. Yeah. Right. We're gonna get into a conversation. But, about uh, the name. It had half off coupons, and then you have you have to buy one drink. Well, I didn't know that the soda for a cup of soda was six dollars. What? Yeah, monsters were seven fifty. Almost eight dollars. I thought because I was like, "How much is a monster?" She was seven fifty. I'm like, "I was like, I'll take a soda then." I thought sodas would be like four dollars. Right. Okay. No, six dollars. She's no. like, "That'll be twelve dollars." Because I I asked for one too. She's like, "Oh, that'll be twelve dollars." You, have, like, to, you wait. have to have one drink each, and you have to get in. Right. So I'm like, okay, I just spent twenty something dollars for like the waitress a tip. I was like, I ain't got no money. I'm not giving these bitches all my money. I came here to support my friend for her birthday. I didn't come here to give these bitches my money. Right. So I gave I gave the one who who I felt her boobs a dollar. I figured she earned it. <laughs> yeah, that was her her uh, She go buy some more lotion money. for those titties. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> She's gonna wrangle herself some cowboys. I just find it strange how a woman can let all these people, and she's never, I don't know, like, just walk around today and like, have all these strangers touch your tits all the time. To me, that's weird. Right. It is, it's a weird concept in my head, like. Not to mention. And you know this girl, she was, she seemed like a real, honest, like a nice, sweet girl. She did. Because she came down and talked to Vita, and she was, had a good personality. To me, she was like the epitome of a dumb blonde, kind of. Uh-huh. She was like, <laughs> like, she did. Just bubbly. Bubbly, and kind of, she acted kind of like. Ditsy. Ditsy. Which might be an act, you know, but. She seemed like a nice girl out of all of them. She seemed like the nicest one, but she—it's like to me, I don't know how you could do. To me, it seems very degrading. I know they're making money, but to let hundreds and thousands of people touch your tits all the time and put your vagina—it was gross. I didn't know they did this, and this is the part that made me the most disgusted. These bitches would get like, like if they saw a man with money, they like first of all, if you sit down and they see you with money, they come over to you, like they run on the stage, you like, and they start dancing and doing this humping shit in the air and all kinds of weird stuff. They'll get on their butt, stick their freaking knees over your shoulder while you're sitting down there. Completely like, naked. Completely naked. With their vagina right in these men's faces. And the guys are just like... I seen the look on these guys' faces. I, I was like disgusted. Their, their mouths open. They're like, like, oh my god, there's a vagina in my face. And then they would take their tits and rub them all over their face. See, that's... That's like on the cusp of porn. Yeah. Like on the cusp of porn. I was going to say... Almost, was, it's it's softcore. Yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. It's... The guys aren't allowed to touch him, but... Right. And, like... Oh, there was this one broad. Oh, my God. She was so nasty. She was... Like I said, I told you earlier, she's an older chick. Uh-huh. And she would, like, open up her vagina and, like, show you the inside of it. And she's not supposed to do that. Like, I know she wasn't because she would look at, the, like, where the bouncer was at. Uh-huh. When he wasn't around, she would do it, like, for these guys. Like, oh, you like this pussy, don't you? And, like, slap it. I'm like, this broad is disgusting. Not to mention, it looked like she was old enough to be my mom. Yeah. With fake boobs almost bigger than her head. But to to be on that point, my wife is almost old enough to be your mom. No, no, no. Just, just, just but your wife's not a stripper. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm just saying. And she's not putting her vagina up there and opening it for the world <laughs> to see. And this broad had a butthole <laughs> that was the biggest butthole I've ever seen in my... That's, all, that's the only thing I saw about her. She opened her legs, and I was like, oh my god, her asshole's huge. <laughs> Lacey goes, you should have asked her if she, if she wore the pins, because I'm sure when she walks, that shit just falls out. <laughs> huge. Oh, man. Not to be gross, but her vagina look, didn't look all stretched. You know how, like, porno, their vaginas look all stretched out and nasty? Right, right. Her vagina didn't look like that, but her asshole is, like, where it all happened. That was where all the shit was happening. <laughs> I guess, It uh... was huge. Wow. I think that's why she got some fake boobs because she's like, I'm not having she's any more of the asshole. There's too much scar tissue. <laughs> God, we're going to have to rate this rated M for sure. That's what I'm saying. This we're, is going to be in the porno section of iTunes. <laughs> no, it better not be. <laughs> Actually, I was going to say, I already know you know what the name of this episode is. And, and we're only 20 minutes into it. But I already know it. It's parental guidance suggested. Yeah. That's, that's mm-hmm. why I think well, I'm going to name this one. Because this has got to be rated M. Yeah, M plus 18, I will say that I, I, I don't have any intention to ever go back to the strip club unless one of my friends decides to go to amateur night. I promise I will go and cheer for her and give her money as long as she gave back to me and went to Danny's afterwards. <laughs> now here, I'll give you 40 bucks. And no, I said I would go get $40 of ones. I'd give them to her and then she had to give them back to me when she's done. Because I think, I think they go off like tips. Like uh-huh. for whoever gets the most tips wins it. Right. Hey, they don't have to know. I don't know if she's giving my money back to me. No. 
Unless they keep it for themselves, then you won't be seeing that money. No, they don't. They can't keep their girls' tips. They can't do that. Um, so we're, we're actually going to segue into less rated X stuff. Okay. And we'll go into any updates on the, the wedding. Uh, I'm actually making Rebecca podcast against her will because she really didn't want to podcast today. Yeah, I'm tired and my birthday and he makes me do this anyways. It's like slave labor. <laughs> She'll get paid for it. I know. So anything new on the, the wedding front? Um, not that I know of. Basically, Invitations are going to be sent out soon. Yeah. Um, got, uh, well, me and sir over here <laughs> mr men in black uh we why got... would you wear green converse he is mom said you wouldn't no I'm wearing no green he, yeah she lied to me she's like I, I told her she's like yeah the converse that, that your brother have they don't fit and they're black no yeah. she she said no they were female no she said they're female and they're black hmm. well yeah because it's the wrong ones she's like he refused to wear green converse. No, I didn't. I'm like, why? She goes, well, he has to wear all black. I was like, they're just shoes. Like, Yeah, no, I had oh, no problem. Man. I think what it was is because Lacey couldn't find green in my oh, size. Man. But they were looking at, well, I think mom was looking at women's shoes. Yeah. So that's why they couldn't find it in my size. Because I wear an 11 wide. Yeah. And um, so they went with black. Secondary. I was still going to wear Converse, oh, okay. but there was no green ones. Now, if when they go back to Vegas and they go to that mall and they find green Converse, I'll wear green Converse because yeah. I think that'll look cool because, yes, I am wearing all black and I think it's going to look very sleek. And if I can find, and I think it's cool because um, Aaron and I have the exact same tie too. Yeah. And if I can find shoes that match the tie... I think it would just pull it all together. You know? Yeah, you can get a uh, uh, black because uh, you know how Converse are—they're they're white and then with the secondary color. Right. You can get black with with green. Right. So you can actually you have get all that. kinds of yeah. Converses, but <laughs> you can get a freaking rainbow unicorn Converse if you wanted to. See, for some reason, mom doesn't. I don't. She must think I'm an asshole or something. <laughs> yeah, she, she, no, she, that's not you. <laughs> yeah, she keeps saying, "Well, your brother thinks he's a man in black, don't you know?" Thinks. She's Maybe Johnny Cash or something. I am 302 pounds, okay? I'm fat. And <laughs> you don't want to look fatter. And I have... Uh, it, it bugs me. You know, well, I, well, I, I said, well, well, you can always get suspenders. Right. <laughs> you <laughs> you cannot see him in suspenders, I'm sorry. It, if I get any more fatter, my boobs are going to be big. Be, be bigger than my wives. You know, no. I'm just, I'm getting... No. 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 <laughs> but I mean... <laughs> Not even close. I was like thinking, those things are monsters. I don't think anything could be bigger than your wife's boobs. My Maybe head is not feet, bigger than your wife's that's... boobs. But I'm just saying, I, I, I've i gained a lot of weight. Yeah. yeah. And I try to laugh it off. I think but, my boobs are bigger than yours, by the way. Um, I might need a bra here soon <laughs> if I gain any more weight. And I try to laugh it off, you know, say I call myself fat boy and shit like yeah. that. Just try to, I try to own it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I've done. I've always been called fat because I've always been big. I've right. never been a small guy. I've always been a big Kevin guy. Kevin used to be a little twig. Yeah. Yeah. He and, knows what being thin is like. He was in his prime at one time. Yeah. And so even though I try to laugh it off, I try to own it, it still bothers me. 
And I know black is the most slimming color. It it's the most complimenting color, right, too. It doesn't make you look bad. And that's the whole reason why I went with a full black suit. Mm. It's not because I'm mourning you guys getting married. I'm very supportive of you guys. You know, no, I know. But it's for me. It's yeah. So I Think don't you look feel like better. a fucking whale. Mm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and real fast, I just called him Kevin. So those of you who don't know, I'm talking about David. I, I did a slip up right now. I just realized that. Um, yeah, I actually had, when we were doing the mom episode, yeah. a few episodes back, I actually had to go in and cut out, you called me Kevin quite a few times, and I guess at this point, to save me time with editing, I guess I'll just go ahead and explain, um, for the world around me, um, including my wife, you know, my, my son, my daughter, they know me as David Montoya. Now, David Montoya is my legal name. David K. Montoya. The K is Kevin. And because my mom hated my biological dad so much, which his name was David Montoya as well, but we had different middle names. And so she always said it was just because I was, you know, she didn't want to call me Junior. Um, but I know it was just because she hated, <laughs> you know, David. So my family, my mom... My dad, everybody who is family to me, or in that you know family group like you, yeah, um, they know me as Kevin. But everybody else in the world knows me as Dave. I know it's like dual identity. I'm, I'm the know. same person. I am the same person. Um, usually, well, that's not quite true. I do get a little bit more hyped up and energetic when I get in front of the mic. I just can't call him David. I've tried, and he knows when I say David that I'm probably mad. Right. So it just doesn't work. <laughs> well, in that, in, in, I couldn't say that either because I'm so used to hearing it. It's like it's not the same person to me, right? Well, that and you know, I had a big. Let's see, you're you're going to be 25 tomorrow. Yeah. So let's just say 25 percent of your life, I raised you. Yeah. And we had that connection. You know, you knew me as Kevin, so. I would. That's why I never asked you to call me David. Yeah. I've never asked you to call me David because it's it's just that you know you've known me all my life, all your life rather, yeah. as Kevin, and it all of a sudden just changed my name. That that would be you know. weird. So that's why intermittently you may hear Rebecca call me Kevin, or when you guys listen to the the mom episode, she does call me Kevin as well. That's why. Because in my home environment, other than my wife, because Lacey calls me Dave, um, because that's what I introduced myself to her as, was David. Yeah. Um, but intermediate family, call me Kevin. So if there's some slip-ups and you hear them call me Kevin, that's that's me, David yeah. Montoya. It's just they're using my middle name. Um that was a really long explanation. <laughs> yeah, but it was a thorough explanation. People, uh, you know, if long they get confused. As long as they listen yeah. to the podcast regularly, they'll know why. Oh, yeah. They call Kevin. And it, it's, um, I mean. I say it's more complimenting. Anyway. Because Kevin seems like so much more of an intellectual name. And you're a very smart guy. I don't know. When I think of Kevin, it seems like, to me, like, if I call him David, it seems like harsh. Like, 
Like, he's more of a harder person. When I call him Kevin, he seems gentler to me. I don't know why that sounds really that, stupid to it, say. No, I, I feel the same way because I've always <laughs> grown around, grown up around people named David and they've always been pricks. Yeah, <laughs> so. it's true. All Davids are assholes. Well, I'm an asshole. He's yeah, a selective asshole, though. <laughs> I, I know you're an asshole, but I don't see, I don't see you the way I see David. Like, right. yeah, your name's David, but you're truly not a David. Well, and you know how that all came about. And I'll, I'll give a, a brief background and then we'll move on um most of my life actually growing up in schools i was kevin yeah got into sixth grade uh there was a david well actually there was a kevin and so i was going to go to david and there was actually a david and a kevin and so we ended up going with for the whole year of sixth grade i was actually called bk that was my name. Really? Yes. Donkey Kong. No. <laughs> no. We're talking elementary school. It was more like tooth decay. Oh, my <laughs> God. So, and then after sixth grade, I went into junior high, and there was another Kevin in, in my class, and he was actually in a lot of my other <laughs> Class. classes. So I just said, just call me Dave. And from that point on, You're called Dave. I was Dave. Uh -huh. And by the time we moved up here, I was so used to being called Dave, I just kept with the Dave. And then when I really got into business, I felt that David, well, okay, David Montoya, there's a lot of David Montoyas. And this was, we, we actually talked about this in the very first episode we ever recorded, if you remember right. You know, the K. Yeah. And I felt, you know, David Montoya sound a lot more of a, a prominent, stronger business name than Kevin Montoya. Yeah. Which I can actually follow you because Kevin does sound softer. It does. Mm -hmm. And and then just to kind of slam it in there to make it more professional sounding, that's when I went with David K. Montoya. Yeah. And that to me sounds very professional. You know, and, and now I'm kinda of stuck. And that's with why it. she's Rebecca C. Lofton. Right, exactly. Um, okay, shifting on, because believe it or not, we're halfway done already. Wow. See, I told you, all we have to do is sit down, start talking, and time flies by. Yeah, but she's so sleepy. She's falling asleep over here. I'm not me? falling asleep. <laughs> Your favorite writer in the whole wide, wide world was in the news uh, the other day. Mm -hmm. um, Grant Morrison, which... Again, we talked about Grant Morrison in the very first episode of Sibling Rivalry, which then would become Seeing Red. But um, he was in the, the news. He was in L.A. Times, the New York Times, the Washington Post. Um, he killed Robin. But the, the big thing was it wasn't so much that he killed Robin because Robin's been killed before. Yeah. The, yeah. the Jason Todd. Yeah. They killed him in Death in the Family back in the 80s. But the big thing was is that he found out like last year, uh, and I know I'm talking like Batman, Bruce Wayne, he's a real person, but yeah. uh, story-wise, Bruce Wayne found out that he and Natalia Agul had a little boy, and they named him Damian Wayne. Mm-hmm. Um, Bruce Wayne took his son and trained him to be a crime fighter, or was training him to be a, a crime fighter. And if you go and you, if you have any ideology of, of the story of Batman and Robin, 
Batman was always the teacher. He was very hard on the teacher. But for the first time, because this was his child, he was still hard, but at the same time, he was interjecting parental guidance at the same time. Yeah. Very believable. Very well done. Scott Snyder, great writer. Mm -hmm. He knows how to handle Batman and Robin. Well, they gave Grant Morrison a 12-issue run. And, of course, they had to get Frank Quarterly. I, I don't know why. I don't. I think I like Frank Quarterly less than I actually like Grant Morrison. <laughs> Have you seen his artwork? No. I oh, my God. I'll show you later. It, it's just horrible artwork. Um, so they have a 12-issue miniseries. And, yes, I, I understand that uh, Grant Morrison created this Damien character. Yeah. And because it became popular... You know, the Damien character became popular. He rebelled. Grant Morrison. Yeah. He's like, well, you guys like it, so I'm going to kill him. And that's what he did. He killed, killed Batman. How son. does he get so much work? I don't understand what people see in this man. Now, that's the dude that trips out on shrooms, right? right. He's a dude that ruins everything. Gosh. He kills everybody's hopes and dreams and ruins everything. He's the Antichrist. I'm convinced. You know, I listened to him. He did a podcast... Um, on another network and mm-hmm. I listen to it I listen to both podcasts he seems like a very soft and gentle person you know if if he was uh, a, a, someone we actually knew I think we would actually get along with him but on a creative spectrum he's horrible he's horrible and that's that, that, going back on what you are saying about that uh, that's one of the reasons why I, I don't know if anybody's seen it or not but I know he's seen it I know Rebecca hasn't seen it what's that? Uh, Batman, the Red Hood, on his yes. Red Hood. Yeah, I see it. That is a very, very good uh, animated cartoon for Batman. If you ever want to go see it, it's on Netflix. I'd recommend it's, it. It's very good. Yeah. And my thing is with Grant Morrison is, and I know I, I think we talked about it last episode, or episode before last. Yeah. I, I know. Because we do so many episodes, it's starting to all kind of mend together. I know. Um, as writers, you and I are writers, and I, I, I kind of have to bring that up sometime to people because we're not active writers right now. Yeah. But nonetheless, we are writers. We would never... Mm-hmm. Okay, for example, Grant Morrison said that he stays up as long as he can, okay? To push his body, he pushes his body to the point of fatigue. Yeah. And then he starts writing. Why? I would not write... Because if I did that, I would write shit. Exactly. Every time I produce something, I would be shit because I was tired. I wouldn't think about the full functioning course of Act 1, Act 2, Act 3. And then on top of him being tired, you know, he does psychedelics. You know, he drops acid and and, uh, LSD and all that shit, you know, to hallucinate. And he takes the shrooms like you were saying. So him being tired, he's tripping out to produce these stories. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't understand why you would need to take a psychedelic to kill somebody off in this story. It's as long if it was a creative way, I would understand. But from from my point of view, I see it as like if you're gonna kill somebody off, especially when your own characters is popular. No, he does. He is a dream killer. Yes. He is a horrible person. He's the Antichrist of writers. He is. Because if, if, uh, if Damian Wayne had not become popular and he hadn't developed that he following, dead. yeah, he wouldn't have killed him off. He ruins everything. But because him. there was a following behind the character, 
mm-hmm. their popularity, he killed them off. That's what he did. That's so good. It, it's, um... I know, I know that there's, like, a hate club for him, which I'm gonna find and join. <laughs> but, and I know, a grand I know a lot somewhere. of people hate this man. They have to. Because he fucks with every branch of comics. He doesn't care what it is. If he can get to it and ruin it for you, he will. There's gotta be a ton of people that hate him. How does he still have work? I don't understand this. <clears throat> because a lot of people feel that he he's, like, a prophet, or... And I'm not exaggerating. I'm being silly. A lot of people think he's he's like the next Gandhi, or because he's done so much shrooms and and, and psychedelics, he is very theological. Mm. Um, in fact, he talks about this acid trip he went on, and he's seen he's seen like Jesus Christ, and he's seen Buddha and Muhammad. Oh my and, God! And how everything is all entwined and. and you know, the little speck of dust out in, in space is the same, has the same uh, DNA structure as us humans. And I mean, he's he's very, like I said, theological. He's a good bullshitter. He is. I can get high and make up all this shit because I'm a writer. People are going to believe it. I think what he does, he takes so much psychedelics and listens to Tool while he writes. <laughs> I swear, if you're high and you listen to the full album of uh, Lateralis, you will trip balls okay i'm not exaggerating you will (laughs) (laughs) or listen to deftones or something the last time i i done any drugs is back in the 90s so i i'm sober you know i'm a sober person i mean i've gotten drunk you know i didn't have those 14 beers while i was in vegas (laughs) but it's not something that i do i don't i think i'm too much of a control freak I don't like the. That's what my problem is too. Now that I think about that, because I I like to drink, but when it comes to being under the influence of any type of drug, I don't like it because I, I feel like I'm not in control of my own self. You know. Right. You know, and, and we've. I know we talked about this before. You know, of of doing, um, doing drugs, and then I wrote Life Signs, and and though it's a very good story, I. I always had a hard time saying it's my story because, mm-hmm. and though it came from me, it came from my brain, it was induced. It wasn't something that I would write. Yeah. You know, typically. And that was because I was under the influence. You were I don't know how you can even you write. Under I don't even know how you can be high and write because I'll tell you right now. Anytime I've ever been high on, this is multiple drugs we're talking about, not just one drug. Right. Well, not the same time, but different times on different <laughs> drugs. My brain doesn't function. Like, I literally can't do anything. Like, I just get, like, comatose. Like, I'll try to think about things. <laughs> like, you know how you think about things? You'll space <laughs> No. You know, like, when you're, when you're not, you're sober and you'll start thinking about shit and you'll space out? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll space out. Like, I mean, I'll be, like, like, everything will go silent around me. And I'll start, like, my mouth will get real dry. I stop, I stop blinking and shit. And I don't think about anything. And it scares me. Why, like, why is that? That's not normal. I can't think about anything. Like, I'll try to think about shit, and, like, uh-huh. my brain will be, like, this dead. Like, nothing will happen for me. <clears throat> well, see, that's kind <laughs> of, like, when I've smoked weed. Um, not just weed. Weed? When I smoke weed, I, I have bad reactions. I think I'm allergic to weed, but... <laughs> well, one of our uncles... You're not allergic is... to hemp, so, I mean, I don't think you're allergic to weed. <laughs> well, I well, smoke weed. One of our uncles actually is allergic, physically allergic yeah. to weed. And I, I don't want to say who, you know, but I'll just say one of our uncles. Yeah. We know is, is allergic. Um, speaking of weed, though, 
I'm at the cigarette shop this week. Mm-hmm. This guy comes in. He drops like $125 on a bong, right? And I'm looking at it, and it's all glass, and it's yellow and white, and it's, it's nice looking. And I was like, wow, you know, what, what a culture it's become. And the guy's looking at me. He's like, what are you talking about? I said, well, when I used to smoke weed, I used to go take a beer can, pop a hole in the front, take a fork, pop some holes in the back, put, you know, put the weed on there, on where I put the... The holes at the holes at on top, and then put my finger over and made it make it a carburetor. Yeah, light it, take my finger off, smoke it. You know, <laughs> I'm like, and people are, are spending a hundred plus dollars over these collectible bombs. There's this place in Arizona, and I don't even know if it's still there anymore. Because back when I was when I lived there, he said that it was like probably going to close down. Uh-huh. It was like the last place in Arizona that you could smoke inside. And they sold these specialty bongs. These bongs were over six feet tall. Really? You have to get on a chair to smoke that shit. <laughs> and, and what does that do? I mean, what is it? He, because he was trying to sell it to me. I'm like, I guess he thought I had money. Don't ask me. He was trying as hard to sell this thing to me. It was like five hundred dollars, and I'm like, dude. He's like, it's on sale. It used to be a thousand. I'm like, dude. I have. I don't have. I'm a, I'm a freaking college student. Right. Like I have five hundred dollars just to throw around and like you know buy a giant bong that's twice my size. He. <laughs> Might have figured you Basically, because in Arizona, there's a lot, a lot of party people. Right. ASU is the biggest party college in the United States, but... That was when you were in film school, right? Yeah. Yeah. Basically, I guess it's like a cool piece to have, because you got to get on a chair, you get up on the top, smoke out, you, you drag out the top of the bong, and someone has to go down here and light it on the floor for you. And the freaking place you put the weed at was like this big. How many inches do you say that was? What's what do you think the radius is about? I'd say about three inches, no, maybe three and a half. The radius, the radius, mm-hmm. the area of the radius. Well, I don't know. This the whole the radius was... is half the diameter. Right. So, so I'm saying I'm saying the diameter about would probably be about six inches. That's oh, that's Five. that's about three inches. This is three inches all in, the way around in diameter. Yeah. From point to point. Oh, okay. Point point. Yeah. I, 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 I'm I smart, okay. but I don't do math, people. You've got notes already now. Um, but anyways, it was huge. Like, I don't think you can even afford to buy the weed to stick in that bowl. Yeah, to you... me, it was like something that was novelty. Yeah, it's like, hey, let's go, uh, let's go light up, bro. <laughs> and see, and that's no. my thing is, is, is for me, when I was in my late teenage years, mm-hmm. when I started started experimenting with drugs there was no there was no culture that i was aware of you just you smoked the weed out of whatever you could use yeah yeah and and you know quite frankly you know if we're sitting around smoking weed off of a, a you know beer can somebody come up with the bong they're like oh you're queer you know that's a queer i smoked thing. weed out of a pin cap before yeah mm-hmm. those are the little holes in them uh-huh don't try to make me smoke weed out of an apple the worst, <laughs> yeah. I swear to you, there's you can <laughs> you can as make long a, as you long can light it, it yeah. as long as you can light it, hit it, you can smoke out of it. Um, but the worst thing, and that was actually written on when I wrote Life Signs. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a speedball, mm-hmm. and that just fucked me up. I was, <clears throat> I literally. I took that entire high. I only did it once. I've only tried Coke once. And it was Coke and Speed mixed together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I snorted it. 
and it was like you knew when that shit hit your system because you're like, whoa. Now, see, I've Which kind of made sense why little Randy, our brother, act the way he acted back then. Mm-hmm. Because I always thought he was just on speed, but I think he was doing speed balls. Uh, is because he was just like, whoa. You know? And um, it does. It just takes you into this whole place. And then I actually started seeing the characters in front of me, and I'm like writing it down. and Because I'm not a sci-fi writer. And that's what yeah. my science is, is a sci-fi time travel. David was stoned off his ass big time. But then when I when I came was starting to come down, yeah. my heart started beating fast. And I started breathing hard. I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna <laughs> die. Oh dear Jesus, forgive me. I'm gonna die. <laughs> oh my. And I remember I'm sitting there sweating. I mean I had finished writing the, the story. That's how I feel after, like, I, I get drunk. I feel like I'm a die. That's how I felt after someone accidentally gave me coke. Well, it was, they didn't accidentally. I accidentally smoked some weed with coke in it. Uh-huh, it was laced with coke. Yeah, he, the guy did it was laced with coke. I didn't know this. And, man, it was, like, crazy. Like, I, when I walked, it felt like I was floating. Like, uh-huh. Because <laughs> my feet, my whole, the whole body was numb. I don't know if to do with the cocaine or what. But when I would walk, I felt like my feet were, I felt like I was just gliding now, across see, the floor. And wait, wait. I'm done. And when I was coming out, I'm like, I thought I was going to die. Yeah. I was, my heart was beating fast. I'm like, oh God, I'm going to die. Please God. Please Lord, Jesus, save me. Save me. (laughs) You know, we got to cop to Jesus when we're in trouble, you know. (laughs) I just got high, but please save me, Lord. Yeah, it's, I remember because we lived in the trailer on on Danbury and, you know, I was in the back room where our grandmother used to stay. Yeah. Before she passed away. And I remember I was just sitting there, and I was sweating, and Mom walked in, and she's like, you asked me something, I, I answered her. I'm trying to keep composed. Yeah. You know, because obviously, I think Mom finally found out I was doing drugs when you told her, you know, a couple years back. She had no clue. I know, know? she didn't. And, um, but I was trying to keep my, my composure, and uh, she walked in, she's like, why are you sweating? I'm like, oh, I'm just hot, I'm just hot. You know, in my head, I'm like, dear Lord Jesus, forgive me of all my sins. I'm so sorry, you know, please don't let me die. <laughs> I'll never do it again, guy. I swear, I'll never do it again. And then I finally had the bright idea to, okay, maybe if I go to sleep, maybe I can sleep myself back into normal. Yeah. And that's, that's, because Coke is an upper. Yeah. And when you go and you try to do that, it, it just doesn't work. Yeah. This has been one interesting <laughs> episode. We went from strip joints to drugs, drugs to cocaine to talking about Grant Morrison. And there was actually something else that I wanted to cover, but now I can't remember. Um, I can't. Oh, we even we talked a little bit about the wedding. We talked about you know how fat I am and my man boobs and <laughs> some bestiality. Yeah. Oh yeah, bestiality. Can't forget that. Um. You know, I, I need to get online and find that guy's name and see if I can find him on Facebook. Like, oh, so you're, you're the cow fucker, right? <laughs> That's you, isn't it? He's like, no. W- w- what are you talking about? I don't speak English. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? Cows are zikers in my land. I'd never stick my penis in a cow's butt. <laughs> that poor cow. It's probably like, you know, You know, he's just sitting there. Grazing the fields, and then all of a sudden, wham! And she's like, woo! You know, it's just like, poor. And they kill the poor cow. It's not the cow's fault that the guy was perverted nasty. Well, and, and the sad part is on that, is that they didn't just 
kill them. They drown it. Yeah. What a horrible way to die. I know. You can't just, you know, shoot it and let it die, get it over with. That, gotta... That's, that's, like... That's, like cow... that's not the thing. Cow's sacred, but yet they assume that cow... It's really... almost like burning the Quran or, like, a cross. Right. It's, like, why would no, you No, because that? the way... They're, they're saying that that cow was evil, like a harlot. Yeah. The succubus. The succubus <laughs> cow. She write a story about that. The succubus cow. Ooh. <laughs> no way. Sell five million copies. <laughs> For reals. Inspired in, by in Grant India, Morrison. Right now, inspired really. by Grant Morrison. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. That really sells some copies. But, um... Yeah. I'm like, what? Grant Morrison wrote this? Yeah. They, they come to find out, like, yeah, I just... It, no. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I could... In fact, you know what? Maybe, maybe we might do a whole episode on Grant Morrison because I learned a lot and I'd like to sit and talk to you about Grant Morrison because he... You should make an alter ego. Grant Mornington. Mornington. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so maybe, maybe we'll do that and, and see what we can do. Um... Let's see. So, what do you got going this week, this coming week? I know, like, tomorrow's technically your birthday. And by the time everybody technically hears... Technically, it's my birthday. Well, I'm saying technically yeah. is for the listeners. Because yeah. by the time they listen to this, it's going to be almost April. Yeah. So, um, you going to school. How is school, by the way? How's that going? It's Since right. we got a couple. It's okay. It is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. It's and how much hiring. It, it is what it is. Do packets, turn them in, do tests. Fail them over and over <laughs> again. So we stay up all night drinking monsters and playing video games. No. I stay up all, my, all night drinking monsters and doing homework. I don't play video games. Lies. Drink. <laughs> Lies. Okay. Well, maybe because I've been keeping everybody, you know, weekly update on my, my Batman. I'll just say I am a higher stage of Batman. I finally beat that point where I was, I was stuck at. I finally got it. Um, spent uh, 12 hours this time playing it. Uh, I even <laughs> outlasted my son because we were taking turns playing. And that shit gets, it gets addicting. You're going to have to make a few more days. Like, I got to go to bed. <laughs> I got just 10 more minutes. Just 10 more minutes. You look at the clock. Shit. It's been an hour. Like, you know what? One more hour ain't going to hurt. Right. And you're like, shit, I got to go to work in, in 15 minutes. <laughs> I better get in the shower. You know, I don't need a shower today. I'll shower tomorrow. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll shower when I get home. And you're home. on the phone. <laughs> can't come into work today. I'm so sick. Well, see, and that's why I only allow myself to play one day a week. Yeah. So. So you don't get like that? Yeah. yeah but you've increased the dosage a little bit. <laughs> I want to get Gamefly. Yeah, I heard about that. I want to get it so bad, because then you can try out video games, see if you like them before you buy them. It's expensive. I already have, like, Hulu and Crunchyroll and Netflix. I don't need any more subscriptions to shit, because then I won't want to go to school at all. Yeah, that reminds me. I need to get some Hulu code. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. He's a little... He's a little instant stream stealer over here. Yeah, it's all good. Well, Rebecca, happy birthday. Thank you. I can't believe you're 25. I know, and I'm going to be marrying a little baby over here. 19 years old. No, I'll... I'll a little no, boy. Yeah, I'll be I'll be. He'll still be 19 still. when we get married. Uh, it's like a week, almost a week and a half after. <laughs> and he'll be, be a man. He won't be a teenager anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, for this week, I am David K. Montoya. I'm Rebecca C. Lofgren. And I'm Aaron Oates. And remember, folks, if you're caught butt-fucking a cow, you might be seeing red. Have a great week. Good night. <laughs>